G'day team, hope you're bloody terrific, hope you're having a fun summer, relaxing, kicking back, getting some quality time for you. This is instalment number three in our New Year Revolution series, enjoy. Today I want to talk to you about questions. Uh, we ask questions all the time. Interestingly, as we get older, we seem to ask less questions. Maybe we think we don't need to, maybe we think we know it all, and we probably do know more than we once did, but it might surprise you to know that kids ask about four times as many questions as grown-ups. On average, about 73 questions a day from a kid and about 20 from you and me, assuming you're a grown-up. And if you're an eight-year-old listening to this, what are you doing? And well done on the 73 questions you ask. So life is largely about, on a practical level, life is largely about solving problems. And part of solving problems is about being able to ask great questions, questions that might put us in a solution-focused mindset, questions that might lead us to making better decisions and doing better things or thinking deeply and differently about something that perhaps has just been an unhealthy part of our cognitive or behavioral default setting. So here's an inert question that we can ask or a pointless, meaningless question. I might say, why does this always happen to me? Why does God do this? Why is life so unfair? Why am I always the victim? How come other people, you know, fall on their feet and I fall on? And so I'm asking all of these questions, which are not really looking for a solution or some kind of idea to get me out of this, but rather something that is looking for or the energy behind that is, I guess, I want sympathy, I want attention, I want pity, I want people to feel sorry for me. And also I want to be able to blame something or someone else for what I'm doing or not doing. So there are great questions. There are inert questions. There are powerful and pointless questions. A more positive question in that space might be something like, why did I end up here? Genuinely, why did I end up here? What part of the problem am I? What am I doing well? What am I doing not so well? What can I learn? If I end up in this situation again, what would I do differently? What can I do now to extricate myself from this? What's the lesson? And so no matter where I am or what I'm doing, there's always the um, opportunity for me to be able to ask myself questions. So for example, you know, with my body type, I'm an endomorph, which means I am not genetically super gifted in terms of being, you know, lean and athletic and having a great body composition. So for me, rather than saying, how come I got these genetics or why am I an endomorph when I'd rather be a mesomorph or ectomorph, that is someone more athletic and naturally leaner. I can ask those questions, but that's just me feeling sorry for myself out loud. Or I could say to myself, all right, so with my body type, with my genetics, uh, at my age, with my resources, with the medical issues that I have or don't have, the injuries that I have or don't have, what's the best way for me to optimize what I have to work with? With my body at my age, with what my goals are, with what I want to do, be, create and change with my fitness and health and shape and appearance and body composition, with all of those things in mind, what does optimal eating look like for Craig Harper? With all of that in mind, what does optimal exercise look like for me? How often should I work out? How much weight training should I do? Should I do, should I stretch? Does stretching matter? How much cardio should I do? How hard? How often? 
Should it be intense? Should it be more laid back? Is walking okay? Do I need to run? How do I look after my dodgy lower back? And here's another question. What happens when I lose motivation? Here's another question. How do I stay productive and proactive and effective when I'm not in the zone? What are the things? What is the what are the habits? What is the framework? What is the accountability that will keep me doing the things that I need to do to have the body and the health and the fitness and the behaviors and the lifestyle and the diet and the operating system that I want to have to live optimally? All of these questions kind of push us towards some kind of solution or some kind of positive shift or some kind of better operating system. So we know that there's a an unequivocal relationship between the quality of our questions and the quality of our outcomes when we're genuine about the questions. So when I ask a good question and I'm curious and I'm serious about creating positive shift, all of a sudden off the back of that question, I'm now in a more solution focused space. I'm now thinking creatively and I'm thinking in terms of solving the problem in front of me that is generally, genuinely or generally a catalyst for a better decision, which is a catalyst for a better behavior or action, which generally, not always, but generally produces better outcomes. So we know if the genesis is me asking a good question and the end of that kind of process is a better outcome, there's a nice relationship there. So wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, wherever you are in the middle of whatever you're at, good, bad, stuff that you created, stuff that just happened to you, stuff that's fair, stuff that's unfair, pleasant, unpleasant, peaks and troughs, hit the pause button and say, all right, so what's the best thing for me to do now? Even it might be, what's the best question I can ask right now? So some of the questions that I ask people and I ask myself are questions like, what are my results telling me? I'm always producing results with my business, with my speaking work that I do in front of audiences, you know, I, I can be in real time in front of a couple of hundred people giving a presentation and I might ask myself, how am I going right now? How are we going? Am I connecting? Do I have rapport? What are their facial expressions and their physiology telling me? What's the energy in the room? What's the interaction telling me? Because when I ask and answer those questions, I realize I'm on track or I'm not. I'm creating a good experience in this room with these people or I'm not. I'm creating a high level of connection or maybe I'm disconnected. And then I would say, okay, how do I win them back? How do I retrieve this? How do I do better? What about what is my body saying? Your body is always telling you something. It's biofeedback. It's a biofeedback system that's always giving you information. Your job, my job is to listen to the information, is to pay attention to what we're being told and then to do something smart with that so that we can then optimize the available data. We can then do better, think better, do better, create better. What is that relationship telling you? Sometimes a relationship, be that a work relationship, a friendship, a, 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 you know, a familial relationship, a family relationship, a romantic relationship, Sometimes that relationship or the byproducts of that relationship are screaming some kind of message to us or at us. What's that message? I'm not saying we should jump in or out of something or do anything drastic. I'm saying we should pay attention because when we are being given information and we ignore that information, generally over time, things don't get better. They get worse. 
What about this question? What am I overthinking and why? What's the thing that you overthink? Why do you overthink that? I'm going to take a guess that the reason you overthink it is because there's fear attached to some kind of outcome about that thing that you're thinking about. Maybe that that will lead to some kind of pain or disconnection or loss or embarrassment or disadvantage. But when we recognize the thing that we overthink and then we lean into it or we explore it or we open the door and deal with it, then the overthinking subsides. Overthinking generally has something to do with fear. What about this? What will my life look like in a year? If there's stuff that you need to change, want to change, or thinking about change, and you're thinking in one year from now, I would like to be in a better place with my career perhaps, or with my income, or with my results, or with my state of anxiety, my internal state, or my body, or whatever it is. What? How would you like your life to be different and you to be different in the middle of that life in one year? And then what do you need to do now? What decision do you need to make? An action do you need to take now or in the near future so that that one-year theory or that one-year idea might become a one-year reality for you? Questions, they're really, really important. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a minute. All righty, we're back. Of course, we are. So the question for today, of course, is a question about a question. And the question is, what's the most powerful question I can ask myself right now? What's the question I need to ask myself right now? Ask the question, be brave, lean into it. Hopefully that question will give you some clarity. That will give you some direction about what you need to do, the decision you need to make, the action you need to take, and the change that you might create as a result of that. All righty. Enjoy your day, team. See you tomorrow.